I really wanted to preach on what I dreamed this week. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, I'll just tell you about it. So uh, I'm baby, we're babysitting uh, our daughter's uh, dog. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sir Leah. <laughs> uh, he sheds. And so uh, after we have to have him about a week, you'll be able to pick up a whole other dog. And uh, so they're, they're going to Missouri. Uh, Matt's uh, grandfather's not doing very well. And so they went to see him. And so we're babysitting Ace. Ace is a, a little dog. He's only about that tall. He looks like a horse. He's a big German shepherd. And uh, so here's, here's what I dreamed. I dreamed it was time to preach. And I came out with him. And uh, I, we walked up here. And, and I told him to sit. And, of course, he sat. And I told him to shake, and he shook, and told him to lay down, and he laid down. Told him to speak, and he barked, and, and he does all, he's, he's very well-mannered, and he, he minds. And uh, then I told him to go to mama, and he ran. And uh, then I said, uh, now I'm going to preach on obedience. <laughs> and, uh, and then I thought, my luck, I'd get out here, and whatever I told him to do, he'd just stand there and look at me. <laughs> so I was like, ah, I better not try that. He might get in here with all of y'all and uh, be afraid. But, uh... I thought that, that was a good dream. We need to, you know what? We need to be that way. We need to know. Uh, but the thing about it is, he definitely minds his owners more than he minds me. We're just grandparents. We don't, you know, we're just the fun ones. We're the ones that play and do all that kind of stuff. And um, until we get grandbabies, that's all we get to do. But someday, someday... <laughs> Oh, but today, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me uh, because, you know, I didn't talk to the kids and they didn't talk to me. I didn't know what I was preaching on. And, but it just amazed me how the Lord always uh, orchestrates the service and just puts the worship and the, the word together. And uh, God's faithful. And he knows what we have need of today. And uh, so I'm talking to you today about El Shaddai. Do you know what that means? I'm going to tell you. And then you're going you're, you're, you're gonna to recognize uh, a little bit what we just sang a few moments ago. Uh, there's seven names uh, where the Lord revealed himself to Israel in the Old Testament. One of those they just sang about was Jireh, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord is a provider. But he also revealed himself uh, in the, the name of El Shaddai. Uh, it has a couple of meanings, and, and King James translated it, uh, Almighty uh, God. And so let's just pick up today uh, in Genesis chapter 17 and verse number 1. And we're going to look this morning at El Shaddai. Can I tell you today, El Shaddai is all you need. El Shaddai is more than you need. Let's talk about it. Genesis chapter 17 in verse number 1. When Abram was 99 years old. We have anybody in the house 99 years old? Alright, no, nobody. Nobody. Next year. Brother Dale, next year. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say you feel 99. <laughs> Abram was 99 years old, and the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am Almighty God. 
I am El Shaddai. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. Does anybody want God to make a covenant between Him and you? Do you want a covenant with God? Oh, we have one. God spoke and said, Abraham, I'm going to make a covenant with you. It's going to be between me and you. And I will multiply you exceedingly. He didn't say, I am going to multiply you a little bit. I'm going to give you just enough. How many has ever had just enough? How many has ever had less than enough? Isn't it frustrating when you go in the kitchen and you just really want a bowl of cereal. And so you get your bowl out. And you get your cereal and you pour it in the bowl. And then you open the refrigerator and you get out the milk. And you realize it's less than enough. There ain't nothing more frustrating. What's more frustrating than that is open the door and there's no milk. But you pour it in there and it, it won't cover the cereal. And you, you, you don't have enough. I don't like anything that's less than enough. But God did not say, I'm going to be your less than enough. He said, I am going to bless you and multiply you exceedingly. Everybody say exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I mean, as God begins to declare this covenant to Abraham, he started out by revealing himself as the El Shaddai. Pastor, what are you talking about? God, he didn't say anything about multiplication. He didn't say anything uh, about covenant. He didn't say anything. First of all, he introduced himself. How many knows when you meet someone, the first thing you do is you introduce yourself you tell them your name uh, Pastor Marcello uh, was explaining to me the other day uh, all about the D in, in, in names because actually Pastor Marcello's name is Marcello Campos his last name is Campos but we know him as De Campos. Because the, the, the D is because it is because he belongs to the family of Campos. It states who he belongs to. But we just put that all together in the same name. Now, in Brazil, they know that. 
but here we don't. You, when in Brazil he introduces himself as Marcelo de Campos, they, they know that he is Marcelo Campos of the family of his father. And the lineage, and it, it identifies, your name identifies who you are. And so God started out with Abraham identifying who he was. And who he was is still who he is. Because the Bible declares that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. So if he was El Shaddai then, he is El Shaddai now. And so God said, I am El Shaddai. King James, they, they, they put it as Almighty God. But in Hebrew, El Shaddai means the all-sufficient one. Or, what I want to talk to you today about, the God of more than enough. We just sang it over and over and over. You're more than enough. More than enough. Which makes me enough. Without Him, I'm not enough. But because He is more than enough, I'm enough. He, Abraham, is now here. He's Abram. He has no child. He hasn't been blessed. He, he, he has a promise, but he has no fulfillment. Some of us are in that spot today. We've been promised more than enough, but today I still have less than enough. How many is ready to come into the covenant? Woo! I'm ready to step out of less than enough and into more than enough. But it starts by realizing who he is. And he's introducing himself. Abraham, I am the all-sufficient one. Abraham, I am more than enough. So now then, after this, Abraham, it doesn't matter what you need. It doesn't matter what you're lacking. It doesn't matter what you're not. It doesn't matter that you have no Descendant. It doesn't matter that you have no heir. Because I've just introduced to you who I am. And I am more. Everybody say more. Than enough. I'm El Shaddai. The Almighty God. The All-Sufficient One. I am the more than enough God. I am the one who is able to give. I am the one that supplies. I am the El Shaddai, the Almighty God. Amen. Listen, we serve a God, amen, that is mighty. But He's not just mighty. He is the Almighty. There is no other God, amen, besides our God. And every other God named... He's mightier, holier, more powerful. He is the Almighty. He is the all-sufficient. He is the more than enough. As we begin to look through the Word of God, as we look through at, at the people and all the things they go through, I'm telling you, there's some of these stories, there's these things we can apply to our life. We can look at it and we can go, I've been there. Israel, 430 years in bondage. 
enslaved. At one time, amen, they, they, were, they were free and they were prosperous and they were blessed. But another king came along that didn't know. And now they've been in slavery 430 years. But they're crying out to God. And God raises up a leader. God raises up Moses. And Moses, amen, declares to Pharaoh, let my people go. And God does miracle after miracle after miracle. And finally they get out. And then they come to the Red Sea. And they're stopped. They're blocked. A mountain here. A mountain there. The Red Sea before them. And the enemy behind them. And when it looks like you don't have enough to survive, God said that Moses, just stretch out your rod. And Moses stretched out his rod and the El Shaddai showed up. The God that was more than enough to save. More than enough to deliver. He was more. He didn't leave them, amen, in that moment. But he opened the Red Sea and they went over on dry ground. And then the enemy said, hey, I can do that. And they got out in the middle And the waters closed over them. And the word was the enemy that you see today, you will see them no more. You see, when God's more than enough, I'm telling you, he'll show up. He'll show off. Amen. And your enemies will be defeated forever. Amen. We Listen, have we come into that kind of covenant relationship with our God? Amen. Are you still in your mind? Amen. He, Moses, I'm sorry, Moses, Abraham had to believe that he was the El Shaddai. Why would he believe anything else? Listen, when you introduce yourself to me and you say, my name is John, I have no reason to believe you're not John. When God introduced himself to Abram and said, I am more than enough. Abram had no reason to believe that he wasn't more than enough. And then he proved himself. You can show your birth certificate. You can show your driver's license. (laughs) I told John a while ago, they were singing, The young shall see visions. And the old shall dream dreams. I turned around and I said, that's, that's us. You're talking to us. <laughs> I was young, but now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. You know why? Because I know his name. And his name is El Shaddai. And he is more than enough. And he has shown up time and time and time again for me when I had less than enough. And he made a miracle. Amen. He made a way where there seemed to be no way. And he opened a Red Sea when I didn't think that there was going to be a way. And he supplied my need because he's more than enough. Amen. Joshua And the leaders, they they were fighting a battle, a crucial battle. And man, they were fighting all day. And it began to get night. And the the, the sun was going down. And the moon was coming up. And they were afraid if if it gets dark, we're going to lose this battle. And the man of God prayed. And the Bible says in Joshua chapter 10 verse 13, So the sun stood still. And the moon stopped. Till the people had revenge upon their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. And there is not, there's been no day like that before or after that the Lord heeded the voice of man. 
For the Lord fought for Israel. God stopped time because a man prayed. God stopped time because they didn't have enough time to win. But God said, I'm more than enough. I can stop the sun. I can stop the moon. I can stop the clock. And you know what? Excuse me. <coughs> They've searched. I mean, have they seen timelines? I've seen data and everywhere they looked up. And they're missing time. They can't figure it out. I'm just like, well, just go to Joshua. Just go read it. God stopped the sun. That's where the missing time is. But when you pray, listen, God, you don't have to have enough. Somebody said, well, Pastor, you don't understand. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough talent. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough this. I don't have enough that. You don't need enough because God is enough. And He's more than enough. He told Moses. Moses didn't have anything he needed. Moses says, God said, Moses, what's in your hand? God, I got a stick. God just said, well, give it to me. Listen, a stick in God's hand is more than enough. He turned that stick into a snake. And see, that's why God did not call a woman to deliver Israel. Because the moment she threw that stick down and it turned into a snake, she would not have picked it back up. It would have been done. She would have ran screaming. <laughs> Uh, that's not in the Bible. I just made that up. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah, he threw that stick down, it became a snake, and then God said, pick it back up. He reached down and picked it back up, and it became a stick again. Listen, he used that stick for a lot of miracles. Why? Because it doesn't matter what's in your hand, it's when you put it in God's hand, it becomes enough. What's in your wallet may not be enough to beat all of your needs, but when you put it in God's hands, it becomes more than enough. Amen. You may not have enough. Amen. An intellect. You may not have enough what it takes on your job. Amen. You say, I need that promotion, but I don't have. Oh, but when God steps in, He is more than enough for what you need to get you where you need to be. If He can stop the universe. He has more than enough for you. Let's look in the, in the New Testament. We, ha, we have John chapter 6 and verse number 9. It said there's a lad here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But we've got 5,000 people. And they normally only counted the men. All the men probably had a woman. Or two. I don't know. And they all had some kids. There was a bunch of people there. And they said, we got to feed them. And Jesus says, what, what do we have? And they said, well, there's this little boy that has two loaves, five loaves, bread, little slices of bread, and two fish. And all the disciples are saying and thinking, that's not enough. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever looked at your situation and you looked at what you had and you said, that's not enough. I don't have enough of what it takes. I don't have enough to supply the need. I don't have enough, amen, to do what I want to do. I don't have enough, amen, to meet the need. But Jesus said, bring it to me. 
Now, the little boy had to be willing to give it. He could have said, uh, it's my lunch. My mama packed it for me. I'm going to eat my loaves and fishes. And I don't know what y'all going to do. Y'all can go to 7-Eleven. But he was willing. Listen, first of all, you've got to be willing to take what you have and put it in his hands. You've got to be willing to take your less than enough and put it in the hands of the more than enough. And Jesus took it and he blessed it. What did he tell Abraham? I'm going to bless you exceedingly. I have a covenant. Listen, through Jesus, we have a covenant. We have the covenant of more than enough. So now then, I can take my little and I can put it in his hands and he blesses it exceedingly. And look what happened. Because I do need to clarify something here for some of you. Jesus said, make all the people sit down. Now, there was much grass in this place. Now, I just want to confirm this is grass to sit on, not weed to smoke. Because I heard the other day, I heard the other day, somebody made the statement, Jesus smoked weed because it said there was much grass in that place. So, let me just confirm, they were sitting on the grass, okay? I know none of y'all need that, but some of you at home might need it. Now, Jesus said, sit down, and there was much grass in that place. So, the men sat down in number, about 5,000 And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks. Oh, come on, come on. Here's a key. Let's don't miss this key. Before you can have more than enough, you've got to be thankful for what you have. If you're not thankful for what you have, if you're not taking care of what you have, if you're not being thankful, Faithful with what you have. People tell me, oh, pastor, man, if I won a bunch of money, I'd pay my tithes. If you're not giving a dime off a dollar, I have no faith you're going to give a hundred thousand off a million. He said, if you'll be faithful in little, he'll make you ruler over much. So you've got to start with what you have, blessing with what you have, being thankful for what you have, before the Lord's going to give you any more. If all you're doing is complaining about what you have, come on, that you're not going to get the blessing. Come on, begin to thank God. He took what he had and he blessed it and he gave thanks. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus, for what I have. And then he distributed it to the disciples. He broke a little bread off here and said, here you go. Go break that off over there. Here, here, here's a fish. Here, here, here's, here's a fish eye. Go, go, go distribute that. 
<laughs> and, and guess what? All the disciples, they went out. They took what he gave them. He blessed it. He gave out. And then they went and they began to give out. And it just kept on going. And it kept on going. And then everybody, I love this, they didn't just get a bite. They all didn't just get a bite of bread and a bite of fish. It wasn't like communion. Verse number 12. So when they were filled. Man, they, they ate till they were full. I'm talking about this is, this is the full meal deal. This is the fish dinner. I'm talking we got the hush puppies. And the fish is all you can eat. They were all filled. And then Jesus said, come on, take up the leftovers. And there was 12 baskets left over. Little boy left the house that morning with a sack lunch. Two fish and five loaves. And he gave it to Jesus. He put his less than enough in the hands of the more than enough. And he came home that night with 12 men carrying his harvest. His mama came out and said, what is this? He's like, I don't know, mama. I, I, ju I just gave my little bit to a man. And it took 12 men to carry all the leftovers. It's called harvest. It's called seed time and harvest. Amen. What you give, God multiplies. And He multiplies exceedingly. And He doesn't just give you barely enough. He is the God. He is El Shaddai. He is more than enough. It's who He is. And when you put something in His hands, He's always going to give you more back. He is not trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you. But the principle is we've got to put something in His hands to bless. Lazarus is sick. Lazarus dies. Jesus knows he's sick. And he knows he's dying. And he continues to stay where he's at and minister and preach and do miracles until finally he's been dead three days. Four days. And now he shows up. And Mary, Martha run meet him. If only you had have been here. Isn't it amazing how we think he had to be there at the very moment, at the time. If he had have been here back then, he could have done something. But today, he can't do something. Listen, if you still are serving a God that you think is not quite enough, that he's not going to give you everything you need, amen, you're not living in the covenant you need to, amen, because God is more. They said, if you had have been here, you could have done something. And Jesus looked at him and he said, I am the resurrection and the life. 
Listen, it doesn't matter when I show up. Because when I show up, I am more than enough. It doesn't matter if I showed up last week or tomorrow or if it's another, if he'd been dead a month. Ask the man who had completely decayed. It was nothing but bones in that. Have you ever read that story? Nothing but bones in that cave. And the prophet of God died and they threw him in there and his body landed on those bones and those bones rose again. Listen, when the more than enough shows up, it doesn't matter how long you've been in lack, how long you've been without, how long you've had less than enough. When the more than enough shows up, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And when he stepped up to that tomb and said, roll the stone away, and they said, whoa, I'm sure by now he stinks. See, they didn't embalm. He's decayed. The flies are swarming and the maggots are already doing their thing. Jesus just called his name. When the more than enough steps up to your tomb and calls you by name, you have no other option than to get up. You have no other option but to come back to life again. You have no other option. Your body has no other option but to come in line. And he came jumping out of the tomb. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. And he lived. Why? Because God is more. He is more. Listen, he is not. We, we put God in the box. We go, okay, okay. yeah. God, if you can move up to this point, then I, I, I believe you. But after this, oh, it's hopeless. Some of you got some kids that, that, that you think they've gone past that point. They're hopeless. I'm here to tell you today, they're not hopeless. They've not gone too far. That husband has not gone too far. That wife has not gone too far. That sickness has not gone too far. Amen. That dead has not gone too far. Amen. That addiction has not gone too far. Because when Jesus steps in, He is the El Shaddai. And He is more than enough to save and heal and deliver you. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap. What was dead in your life can be resurrected. Amen. What was not enough when we put it in the hands of Almighty God. Amen. It's more than enough. When blind Bartimaeus, amen, sat on the roadside and he couldn't see. Amen. His eyes didn't work anymore. Amen. He was blind, but he heard. What are you hearing this morning in your spirit? Maybe you came in this morning defeated. You came in this morning feeling like you weren't enough. You came in feeling like you didn't have enough. Amen. But are you hearing something in your spirit today? Because he heard that Jesus was passing by. And he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, it's time for somebody to begin to cry out in their desperation, to begin to cry out in their lack, to begin to cry out in their less than enough, amen, to a Savior that is more than enough. And you know what the people around him said? Be quiet. I'm telling you, there's going to be people around you. They're going to try to get you to hush. Stop you, you don't want you to praise, don't want you to cry out. You know why? They want you to have less than enough. 
They want you to stay in poverty. They want you to stay in addiction. They want you to stay in sickness. They want you to stay depressed. They want you to stay in trouble. But I'm telling you, there's one that wants to deliver you. There is one that when he heard his cry, the Bible says he stopped. And he came and he said, What would you have me do? There's so many people that have missed their opportunity when they did cry out to God and God heard their cry and He came and said, What can I do for you? And then they said, Lord, could I have a new walking stick? Could, could, could I have one of those sticks with the red on the end so I can feel my way around? Lord, could, could, could you just send somebody to, to lead me? I'm telling you, come on, get your faith bigger than that. No, no, no. He said, Lord, I want to see. I want to receive my sight. I don't want to be dependent on nobody else. I don't want to just a half a miracle. I don't want, I want to be healed. And Jesus said, well, just be healed then. And he was healed. That's all it takes. Even the one said, Lord, I know you can if you will. And Jesus said, I will. Listen, it's not a problem of if he will. He will. So many people just don't believe he will for them. But I'm here to tell you, he will for you. Because he loves you. Because he is your El Shaddai. Amen. We have a, he made a covenant with us on the cross by his own blood. Amen. That by his stripes you were healed. Yes, he wants you healed. And he's paid the price for your salvation and for your eternal life. Don't miss heaven. Because you feel like you're less than enough. I'm less than enough to get to heaven. But he is more than enough to take me. Because he paid the price for my sin. Jesus is El Shaddai. He's our provider. He's our healer. He's our salvation. He's our deliverance. Revelation 1.18 He said, I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys to hell and death. Oh, come on. He's more than enough. They tried to kill him. But he said, I'm, I'm more than a corpse. I'm more than just a tomb. I'm more than a cross. Come on. He is the resurrected Savior. And then he ascended. He is the ascended Savior. But he's more than that. He is the returning Savior. He is coming back. Amen. And when he comes back, amen, I want to be ready to meet him. He is more than enough. He conquers death and the grave. He conquers sickness and disease. He conquers whatever that you're going through. Amen. You are more than enough because He is more than enough. I love that song, Jess. Wow. He is enough. So I am enough.
I didn't know any of those songs but one. First time I ever heard them. They sing them in youth all the time. But I love that. What a, what a great message. And that's what we're talking about today. Jesus is a conqueror. Don't, don't, don't sell him short. Don't allow him to be the God of just barely enough. According to your faith, let it be unto you. What are you believing for? Are you believing for just barely enough? Are you believing for more than enough? <laughs> I can remember a lady testifying when I was a kid. She was coming from California on uh, bad tires. And all the way, she prayed, Lord, get me to Tyler. Get me to Tyler. And they got to the Tyler City Limit sign, and the tire blew. She said, I guess I should have prayed, Lord, take me all the way home. <laughs> what is your prayer today? Is it just barely getting me there? Come on. Come on, let's start praying. Lord, get me to Tyler. Get me a new set of tires and a new car to put them on. Come on, let's. <laughs> it's been that kind of week. Something in the good in the air. El Shaddai, the all sufficient one, or the God who is more than enough. Almighty God. Every, all through the scripture, when you see Almighty God, you just remember from now on that means El Shaddai, the all sufficient one. The one that is more than enough. I want you to leave this place today believing that he is more than enough for you. He's the God of enough grace to cover all of your flaws and your failures, your sins. He is the God that has enough and more than enough mercy to lift you out of that situation you're in. He is more than enough joy and peace, more than enough healing, more than enough overflow and prosperity. He is more than enough whatever you need today. Stop allowing the enemy to think, make you think you're less than enough and that he is less than enough to help you. He's more you're more. We're more. He said we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Come on, everybody declared, I am more than enough because He is more than enough. Hey, man, what are you believing for today? I want you to leave this place today declaring El Shaddai. I'm telling you, when you get your bills... Every bill you get, go, El Shaddai. Come on. He's more than enough than you need to pay those bills. Huh? Come on. Get your paycheck on Friday. Just lay your hands on it. Declare, El Shaddai. El Shaddai. <laughs> he can multiply it. 
He can give you raise and increase and promotion and send miracle money your way. I'm telling you, it's it's amazing how God does what He does. But that's why He's God. He told Abraham, I will bless you exceedingly. We're in that covenant. We have that covenant with God. He's more than enough. Amen. Father, I thank you so much for being El Shaddai in the Lord's house this morning. I thank you that you are the all-sufficient one. You are the almighty God. You are the more than enough. So, Lord, every person that walked in this building feeling less than enough, let them walk out of here knowing that they are more than enough. Father, in myself, in my flesh, I, I don't have enough what it takes. I don't have enough righteousness, enough goodness. What I have is, you said it's just filthy rags, but you have enough grace and mercy to cover all of my sins. If you're here today, if you're watching and you've never given your heart to Jesus, you've been trying to do it on your own, you realize today you're less than enough to make it to heaven, but He is more than enough to take you there. Through the gift of salvation. Would you just simply say this with me, dear Lord Jesus? You're more than enough to save me. Today, I confess my sins and I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart, my life, transform me. By your power. Help me. Be more. Than enough. By your grace. I receive Jesus. As my Lord and Savior. And I know. That you're more than enough. To save. To heal. To deliver. And set me free. Thank you for doing that in my life. Father, I just declare right now that, Father, every person in this building and watching, Father, that prayed that prayer right now, you transform them by your more than enough grace and power. Lord, you wash and cleanse them. You deliver them. You heal them. And, Lord, you raise them up to be who you've called them to be. Now, Lord, we stand in agreement. We stand in covenant with you. And we declare that where we lack, you have abundance. So, Father, right now, I take what I have in my hand. Could you just put your hands out in front of you? What talent, what ability, what sin, what failure, what habit, what addiction, what do you have this morning that you need to give to Jesus? Because when you give it to Jesus, He's going to transform it. He's going to turn that weakness into strength, that that depression into joy, that anxiety into peace, that, that sickness into health, that lack into abundance. So, Father, right now, I take what I have in my hand, and I admit it's not enough. But, Father, right now, I place it in your hands. Come on, just extend your hands. I'll just give it to him. 
I place what I have in your hands. And I declare El Shaddai is my provider. So do a miracle on my behalf. Bless what I have and multiply it to meet my needs. Father, today, come on, declare with me. Today, I walk in more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap.